You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Hi, and welcome to the first full episode of the Blended Family Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. If you haven't already listened to the last introductory episode, I encourage you to go back and listen to it. That way you can learn everything about what to expect from this podcast. So today, I want to talk about how to have a healthy divorce. I know you might be thinking, I thought this was a show about blended families. Why are we talking about divorce? Well, a divorce can be a foundation of your next relationship. If you can't get along with your ex, it is going to affect your future relationship as well as the well-being of your children. We're going to start with my four steps for creating a healthy divorce, which are evaluate, stop the hate, communicate, and appreciate. So let's start with the first step, evaluate. You need to evaluate your relationship with your ex. Is this a new divorce or has it been 10 years already? What is going on with your relationship? Do you get along or do you have an angry, bitter exchange? In order to move forward, you really need to figure out what is wrong and right with your relationship at this time. There are a lot of circumstances that will determine this. If there was cheating or abuse involved, then naturally there is going to be some more difficulty in getting along as opposed to the two of you just growing apart over the years. Also, was the divorce mutual or... Did one of you make the decision to end things? Everyone has such a unique situation here. You may want to write down on a piece of paper the following. One, what led to the divorce? Two, how do you get along now on a scale of one to 10? Has this been improving over time? Three, if you had to choose one word to describe your feelings towards your ex, what would it be? And four, what do you think needs to change to move forward? Having this information in front of you can help you to figure out what is right or wrong in your relationship with your ex so that you can begin working on things. Things should steadily improve over time. And this list that you make is a great starting point. Over time, you should be able to rewrite this list and hopefully notice things getting better. Okay, so let's get to the second step. Stop the hate. There is definitely an emotional scale or a stages that you go through when dealing with divorce. For example, you may start with hurt, which moves to anger, then bitterness, resentment, hatred, neutrality, or indifference, then finally back to a liking for this person. Unfortunately, many people get stuck on the emotion of hate. This is a very damaging emotion for the person who is holding it. If this is you... You really need to remember that your hatred is not affecting the person that you hate. It is actually hurting you. Hatred is like a poison to your system. You can't move forward in life when you are stuck here. Going through that emotion for a period of time is completely normal and expected. But if you hold on to it, you're causing yourself unnecessary pain. What's even worse is that the children can sense this. And it causes them great pain to see one 
or both parents hating each other. Even if you think you're hiding it well, they always know. If it is your ex who is hating you, well, there's not much you can do to control their emotions unless you are behaving badly, but we'll get to that later. So if you are full of hate, you may want to think about why it is you are feeling this negative emotion. If you have been wronged, I understand, but you are then allowing this person to cause you more pain. Only you are in control of your emotional scale. The third step is communicate. You need to get to a place with your ex where you can communicate well. Sometimes this step can take years to get to, but it is important. A big part of this depends on the previous step. If you are hating each other, then you surely won't be able to have a nice discussion. So the previous step is really essential in order to move on to this one. What I mean by communicate is to get to a place where you can speak calmly to one another in topics regarding the children. You do not need to discuss personal details of your lives, though some exes can and do. Depending on your unique set of circumstances, you may need to take this really slowly. You may want to begin by having all communication in writing if face-to-face discussions become escalated. Initially, you can work it like a business relationship. And then over time, you can slowly move forward. You may never get to a place beyond that. And that's okay. Whatever works for you both is fine. What is important is that you can somehow come together and discuss issues relating to your children, such as school, medical, and behavioral issues. You will not agree on everything. That's why you're not married anymore. It is okay to not agree, but you will need to develop some sort of mutual respect here. Listen to each other when you're communicating. Do not just try to have your own agenda. Ultimately here, it's really about what's best for the children. If you can both realize that they take priority, then you can put your differences aside long enough to communicate. When you do get to a better place in relating with one another, you may even be able to communicate on a deeper level. For instance, being able to tell one another if they are doing something that is bothering you and why. This can only be done when you are on an emotional scale of indifference or like, otherwise it will not work. So the last step is to appreciate. Just as the previous step can take a while, this one can take even longer. Coming to a place where you can appreciate your ex as a co-parent of your child is so important. Let's face it, you did love this person at one time, enough to have kids with them. Try to think of something positive about them instead of focusing on what they may be doing wrong. If they are a good parent, recognize that. You owe it to your child to try to do this. It might be really, really hard, but you must remember that this is the parent of your child. They are going to be in your child's life forever, and you will have to be seeing them as well. They're going to be events, big events in your child's life where you may both need to be there. Respect your children enough to try to develop this relationship with your ex. There's really nothing like seeing a big smile on your child's face when they look at both of you getting along. Also, 
Appreciate the relationship your ex is developing with your child. There are many children who have an absent parent. If your child has both parents involved in their life, this is a good thing. Always honor the relationship they have. Never try to hurt it. So let me go over these four steps one more time for you. The first is evaluate. Determine where you stand in your relationship with your ex and what steps can be taken to improve it. The second step is stop the hate. Work on moving past the hate for your ex onto more positive emotions. The third step is communicate. Learn how to converse with your ex in regards to your children. And the last step is to appreciate. To get to a place where you can develop appreciation for your ex as the co-parent of your child. So, this all sounds great, right? I have told you how to help yourself. But what do you do when it is your ex who has the problem? When you are making a real effort to get along, but your ex can't behave? Here's where things can get tricky. One thing I think we all need to remember is we can only control our own selves and our reactions to things. We have absolutely no control over our exes or anyone for that matter. So since we can't change your ex from behaving badly, let's talk about what you can do. Let's go back to the first step of evaluate. Why is your ex having an issue? Does your ex hate you? If so, you must take inventory to determine if there is any validity to this. Did you wrong your ex by cheating or doing something hurtful to them? If you did, you may want to apologize for any wrongdoing you had a part in. An apology definitely does not instantly make things better. This will take some time. But it's always beneficial to show your ex that you recognize your own part in the failure of the marriage. If you've done nothing wrong, but your ex goes on hating you, you will have to realize that it isn't your fault, nor can you do anything to change their mind. That has to be their work, their journey. What may help is controlling your own reaction to their hatred. Instead of allowing them to escalate you, which is actually probably what they want, try not to react. This takes work and a lot of self-control. We have all heard the expression, kill them with kindness. People say it because it actually works. When you attempt this, do not expect a miracle. At first, they may be completely shocked by your change of heart. They may get more intense initially to see if you will break. Ride that wave through. When you keep at it, you will find that most people will give up. It isn't fun to bully someone when they don't fight back. They will see that no matter how hard they push, you stay calm and they'll get bored. Again, be patient. This takes time. Don't give up. Even if nothing changes, you can sleep at night knowing you are doing everything in your power to mend things. Most importantly, the kids will know you will not be the one to blame and Remember, this is really important, to never ever speak badly to your child about your ex. 
This information is extremely painful for your child to hear. Not only that, but in almost all cases, that information will get back to your ex from your child's lips. And it becomes really misconstrued most of the time. This will lead to more tension and fighting. Please don't do this. The kids need to know as little as possible about the circumstances that led to your divorce. There are age-appropriate conversations that you can have, and we will definitely cover that in a future show. So let's move on. You may still be wondering why all this matters. Maybe you have moved on with a new partner and you think it isn't important what type of relationship you have with your ex. We know that it is important for your children to see a healthy relationship between their parents, whether divorced or not. But how does all this affect your relationship? Well, a lot, actually. If you and your ex are at odds, this will surely affect your new relationship and also your ex and your new partner's relationship. It is so extremely helpful for your ex and new partner to get along when there are children involved. If you're fighting with your ex, your new partner will be obligated to choose a side in this. And of course, it'll be your side. Now, the kids know that you are both against your ex. In turn, it can build some resentment in the kids towards your new partner. Additionally, your new partner may wonder why you are so invested in this old relationship. And you may say that you're not, but when you spend all that energy fighting, it can really appear that way. It will also slowly drain your current relationship. If your ex has a new partner, you will want to get along with that person too. When it comes to the children, it's best when all involved parties can get along. We always tell our kids, what's better than having one mom and dad loving you is two moms and two dads. Except that your marriage did not work out. I really don't like using the word failed because it has a very negative connotation. Do not look at it as a failure or a mistake. Instead, look at it as a learning experience. I'm sure you have fond memories of your marriage. Hold on to those memories as a positive life experience. Then take all of the bad experiences of your marriage and figure out what you can learn from them. There's so much to learn about ourselves from the difficult times we go through. Don't look at those difficulties as a waste. Use them to grow and move forward. Feeling sorry for yourself is okay for a short time, but you have to move past that. So your marriage maybe wasn't what you expected. It's okay. There is so much more life past that but you will not move forward to this new life while you're holding on to the old life. You'd be surprised how many people are doing this. They may be in a new, wonderful relationship, but they still haven't let go of the last. That's a problem. Many blended families today are struggling with these issues. It doesn't need to be this difficult. With work, everyone can achieve healthy relationships. This journey can take weeks months, or most often years. This all depends on your own circumstances. It will be quicker if everyone is on the same page, but if not, it can still be done. It just may take a little longer. 
The idea is to get there, no matter how long it takes. Even if you are the only one working towards the goal, if you have a setback, just move forward. Give yourself grace. If you have a situation that you are struggling with, and it is something I didn't cover today, please write to me and tell me about it. It's really impossible for me to cover every circumstance in detail in one episode. If this information was helpful to you, send me some feedback. I would love to know if you have success applying some of these strategies. You can reach me at melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com. You can also read all of the show notes for this episode at blendedfamilypodcast.com slash zero one. You can check out my blog on the website if you want to know a little bit more about my personal journey with my divorce. And that's at blendedfamilypodcast.com. The blog is titled, How I Made My Divorce Healthy. If you feel that my show is beneficial, please leave me a review at iTunes and tell a friend who may be going through divorce. And don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. I will be back next week. And the topic for next week, we are going to talk all about dating after divorce. I hope you really enjoyed the show. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week, and we'll see you then. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.